0: sticking in here veins, but uh that um uh, You know, fuck it. Welcome to the John Conspirator Robot Podcast. I'm your host, Desmond Desi is dead, Robinson
1: <laughs> And I'm we, Benita. Hello.
0: <laughs> we do not condone <laughs> drug use on this podcast. Not unless it's weed.
1: We don't, especially if your name is John Walker.
0: Now, I I, I do smoke the ganja. So... My fifth and fourth. I don't smoke
1: four, it, but I eat it.
0: My fourth and fifth grade teacher and counselor will more likely be sad. The Dare program ain't shit.
1: <laughs> it's it's not. It's statistics have proven how useless it is. So
0: oh, it's fine. <laughs> I would literally go back in time to ten year old me, but like, look, man.
1: <laughs> and just whisper, "It's all meaningless. Don't pay attention to it." <laughs>
0: I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna sit on the. I'm not even gonna go anywhere near the elementary school where I went to. I'm gonna stand in front of my own house and "Look, this is me. Tw- Twenty-five years in the future, <laughs> thirty years in the future. I, 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 I'm, I'm bad at math but look, this is weed. We are now smoking weed in the future. Um, you can smoke it early." Um, it'll be in your system, ready to go, or you can just wait till you're 21 and just get crossfaded for the first time. I suggest 21 <laughs> because... <laughs> Fun. Um
1: Start yoga now and, uh, limber up, okay? Cool. Cool,
0: and cool, cool, invest in your Marvel comic books because you don't know what the fuck is happening. Dude. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're going to be Hold ride, on
1: ride. to those precious things.
0: Yep, yeah. and I hope y'all hold on for this episode of Falcon Noom, and Winter Soldier. Because wow, I said it on last week's <sighs> episode when we like WandaVision Vision. We're going to get to a pivotal moment, and we got to a pivotal moment. But we're not going to jump ahead to the end because I've seen a lot of reviews online and on YouTube. They just jumped right into the end. No, we're going to rip, 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 rip. Yeah. Start from the beginning, and then go right I'm into just the end.
1: Laughing that like Marvel, like you read articles and stuff about like Episode Five is really going to make you cry, and I'm like, you motherfuckers made me cry in the first five minutes of Episode Four, so just like, jokes on you, maybe I don't know because I'm crying at how good of an actor Sebastian Stan is. Like, why? Like, why is there no one in this episode that's like T'Challa, where he's just like pointing to him, and he was like, "Somebody get this man a hug," because like, just Bucky needs a hug, okay? Somebody just, somebody just give Bucky a hug, okay? That's all I'm asking for. Bucky. That's all I want out of this fucking show is someone to give Bucky a freaking hug.
0: Bucky needs love. <laughs> Bucky, Just, Bucky, and Bucky, why Bucky's is love. Sebastian
1: Stan such a beautiful crier? I don't know. It irritates me. You see, but
0: not not everyone can can be a beautiful crier. We we have to deal with three Marvel movies with um Toby Maguire, a Spider-Man, and he's an ugly crier.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, but that's like that's me. Like I'm I'm a Toby Maguire crier. Like I'm like Toby Maguire. Meets Viola Davis, where it's like the ugly cry phase, but then there's still snot involved. It's not great, um, is all I'm saying. So just be glad we're in separate states, so you don't have to see this grossness. Well, if we, um,
0: if we get a studio, you may have to, get you may have to come. out.
1: <laughs> worry, we're gonna start recording like live reactions as we watch the show. <laughs>
0: Like, here like, oh. here is Benita crying. Like <laughs> and then I'll
1: immediately turn the camera off and you'll just hear my wails in the background. Oh. That is not
0: a banshee. That is Benita crying. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, That's not La Llorona. <laughs> it's just Benita. It's fine.
0: But before we get um. too far into the episode, um, welcome back to the Giant Couch for the Robot. Thank you for listening. Um, if you enjoy our us. Just make sure you know, hit subscribe, on um, follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, come to an Apple podcast, um, and also, if you love the opening for the Giant Country Robot theme, it is titled Off the Wall, and is by Denise Takes. She has it up on Spotify and her um, SoundCloud, so you can um, own it for yourself and use it on Instagram, Twitch, whatever. So you have a little bit of the GCR with you always. and follow Especially
1: for those days when you just feel like you're just bouncing off the walls. Yeah.
0: And off the wall has nothing to do with Vance. We, I made sure <laughs> to change the title of the podcast to what we have now so Vance cannot come after me. Off the wall can mean anything. <laughs> it, it can legit mean anything. So... And also, you have a chance um, when y'all done listening to us. Make sure you give a tip to Dinner Stakes because she made the pod the, the intro for free. So until I can pay for it, and mine's <laughs> legally, to which I can now go online and be like, "This I don't want none of y'all motherfuckers listening to it or using it." <laughs> watching this podcast, I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> But still, go um, give give a uh, some love to these takes and also thank you for listening to us because we got a jump in listeners in the last two weeks. People have been listening to older episodes of Artist Talks. Our Dragon Age episode was at number three, but hashtag not our cap was number one. <laughs> I think because we dedicated to my grandmother. That's probably why he came at number one. <laughs> Eh?
1: she helped us
0: yep from beyond the astral plane grandmother helped us
1: but yes thank you for for listening and welcome all new listeners hope you <laughs> hope you enjoy
0: yep and we'll probably do another Dragon and maybe age. Mm-hmm.
1: keep you entertained
0: yep. and we'll probably do another dragon age episode because i have a new theory that i want to run <gasps> by
1: Ooh.
0: it has to deal with meryl the oh,
1: I was gonna, like, try and make, like, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer joke, but, like, it could be bunnies, but I could be, like, it could be nugs. I, it didn't work as well. So. I
0: don't get, um, Liliana's fascination with these ugly little creatures. I'm like Cassandra. Don't
1: talk shit about Mr. Schmooples.
0: I'm with Cassandra. I just don't get it.
1: <laughs> they but, are the cutest, ugliest, hairless little things ever. Well, and if you do not squeak deferentially to the Nug King, can't even, like, don't talk to me.
0: Well, the Inquisitor squeaked. I think the Warden Commander would be like, no. <laughs> Hawk would be like, what is this? They'd just walk off. Hawk is chaotic, sarcastic. He'd be like, he- they, I'm going to say they, because you can be either or with Hawk. Um,
1: I feel like Hawk would become best friends with the Nud King because I, I think they know Hulk, how to like
0: I think Hawk would more, be more likely be like what the fuck <laughs> I have to, lot to deal with I can't deal with this today I gotta go <laughs> Hawk is the definition no. I think Hawk is the if definition they can put of-
1: up with Meryl they can put up with everything
0: <laughs> and I think you like like th-
1: Meryl I- is like the definition of just like, like, Meryl is, like, like Phoebe from Friends, but, like, in Dragon Age.
0: You... With,
1: like, a little bit more blood magic thrown in.
0: You are speaking... What's the word? Sumerian. If we're, if we're going Ghostbusters on this turn, you're speaking Sumerian to me, and I don't know what the fuck you mean. I never watched <laughs> one episode of Friends. I do know the Phoebe run... And there's a YouTuber named Roxy Schreier who actually runs like Phoebe. And I was like, what the fuck is the Phoebe run? So I looked for context and they showed her running. And I was like, huh, someone do actually run like that. Wow. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, like, <sighs> that's like.
1: I mean, um, it's honestly not worth rewatching the show because Friends is just a show that has not aged well at all. It's firmly oh. stuck in like the nineties for sure. Um but yeah, like Phoebe was just sort of the the hippie friend that was um slightly dumb and didn't really know what was best for them. You know, a lot like Meryl, who was slightly hippie, that blood magic was a good thing to do and potentially get your whole fucking clan kills. It's fine. Yeah. So, it's fine we will, we'll do that's it. for a dragon age episode
0: An- another <laughs> Dragon Age episode. Sorry, we wasted four minutes of your life talking about dragon Age. no I'm not, sorry be- I'm not either I'm just you know, we, we're trying to get the new subscribers and listeners no.
1: I will never apologize for talking about Dragon Age just so new listeners know that
0: Dragon Age might come up anyone any other time like i almost <laughs> I almost canceled this episode because I, I was in the middle of origins and I just finished the um. Deep Roads. Just finished it. Um, I'm still in Ozamar. Is there still a couple? It takes of, so uh, long. Oh, I breezed through that. <laughs> I should shoot that. It took me two days. It's
1: the whole bit. It's the whole Orzammar. Okay, so nope, nope. I'm just going to nip this in the bud. We're not going to do it. <laughs> We're going to jump that. We're going to pivot back to Marvel. We can save this for another drag page. Ever. yeah
0: um speaking of marvel here is oh christian oh my god bro i know you're gonna be listening to this i'm sorry so um christian will be taking a sabbatical for um for a month um hopefully it's just a month um not too long um just some there's just sometimes we all need to take a break i did it myself last year and we um, y'all followed us for the last two two years this podcast two and a half years this podcast been going on if you followed all through 2020, um, you know I lost my grandmother at the start of the year. Um, it all came ahead with Black Lives Matter, and me mentally not feeling it. I literally went on a rant, which that episode would never <laughs> be posted. I flipped the fuck out. I realized I need to take a break, so we took a break. Um, so we're doing the common courtesy and giving Christian his time, his time away. He'll be back to host, co-host with Benita the Loki show. Um, That's going to be very interesting. And they're going to be... I know they're going to be making fun of me on that whole episode because I don't want to watch it.
1: So just know that it is important to take breaks. Mm -hmm. Now, while many of us may not be able to take a full break, like a vacation or a day off from our our job, you can still at least unwind and break Mm apart other aspects of your life and just learn when to focus on you and rest and recuperate because that is so important in these shitty shitty times because dear god, I just want to unplug for ever from the news.
0: (laughs) The (laughs) news. Oh, and also RIP to DMX. Oh, yeah um That that's something i, I didn't want to leave but i might as well just get out of the way um also tune into the night owl show um it'll be next thursday when we broadcast um we'll probably have one or two songs from DMX. we'll talk a little bit more in depth on there for that but here is christian do you think hmm?
1: do you think like dmx is um like riding the Lil Nas X stripper pole down to hell to just, like, elbow Prince Philip real quick before he, like, goes back up. I
0: don't know. I I, I was thinking he was going up um, to the astral plane to see Aaliyah.
1: (laughs) And then they're both going to, like, go and just, like, body slam Prince Philip down in hell and then, like, be like, all right, we're done, goodbye. He
0: He looks like a demon was taking over his body.
1: Right. Oh my God! One of my favorite tweets about that. Someone was like, "Oh, okay, so now like they can in into his his body, so in hundred years the next like Dovahkiin can like discover the cave and get his hand bit or something." And I was like,
0: um, "Oh, it's great." Um, if, I love you, if, gamers. If you're a, if you're a UK listener, um, we we are well aware that we had at least maybe five UK listeners. Um, if you're still listening, um, we, you know what? I'm I'm sorry. We we don't like your monarchy. Um, you can defend it all you want, but if your own prince said fuck y'all, <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, I can't, I'm gonna have to agree with your prince. <laughs> fuck your monarchy.
1: I'm just saying, and the and
0: the gall. To give Prince what William is his name, good oh, looking, good,
1: bald man, What?
0: the Rock, <laughs> if not the Rock, <laughs> Boris Kojo, who is from Russia, who can speak fucking Russian, and at almost at fifty himself, still looks damn good, and the only black man in Star Trek, Star Starship Troopers history to live. <laughs> <laughs> that is a feat in Starship Troopers. Oh. Besides Casper Van Revending.
1: So anyway, our few British listeners, uh, condolences for losing a shitty monarch. Um But we love you, G. We love you, just not your monarchy.
0: Mm-hmm. Um but I can- mean we
1: also hate our own government, so it's like we don't really
0: Yeah, but we we really we can't really like we here love Phoebe waller Rich though.
1: But we appreciate you people.
0: Mm-hmm. And giving us Phoebe waller Rich.
1: Oh, yeah. For sure.
0: I cannot wait to see her and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Cannot wait. So here is Christian's excerpt for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Enjoy!
1: <laughs> a soundbite whenever needed. As a general reaction, genuine reaction, excuse me, to uh remembering
0: that the Wakandans have interest in Zemo. He done bombed the Wakandans and done stole their daddy's life. Um, uh, Benita can't hear it. So I can hear it. <laughs> and now y'all heard it. Just to give context.
1: Okay, I was like, yeah, I can't hear anything, so
0: <laughs> Yeah, we, we we need a try I need a tricaster, but that shit is crazy fucking expensive. For, for, oh. in order for you to, um, to be able to hear any audio that I put out. So, until I hit the lotto, or I just magically get $100,000 and drop 5000 on the TriCaster. I'm sorry, you're just going to have to live by on the replay. Um, That's fine. But, um, his, he was talking about um, the Dormelage whipping the dog shit out of um...
1: Uh-uh. battle star yeah, see we can't jump ahead
0: but that was his that was just a little excerpt just to, to, to let y'all know Christian is so part of the show no matter what <laughs> so we're starting at the start we have Florence uh, and I was prepared this time <laughs> Florence Kasumba as Aoi. Aoi. Uh-huh. Aoi 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 with Bucky and you can see like reassuring him that what Shuri did uh-huh. will help and it is it is a uh, very powerful scene.
1: It's just god damn it, it's just it's so good because Sebastian Stan is just so good. Like he makes you really believe and just see like the the fight and the fear.
0: Yeah, the that was gonna the, say the anger, the fear, the rage and the just the elated happiness that he got. That oh. it's like, it's, like, it's, he's, it's finally, like, this curse for him is finally lifted type of thing.
1: It's just, it's, uh, it was just, it was such a good scene. And then just to see her, like, happy or proud mm-hmm. for him, like, her little smile. It's like, oh, Friend, and then, like, I mean, we'll talk about this later. Oh, yeah, but, but uh, then, it, yeah, cuts right, right into the We Want Zemo scene, and you're just like, Oh no, please, I don't want you guys to fight. I just saw you, but guys, be really good friends. Like, you guys just had a moment.
0: <laughs> I know,
1: please stop.
0: But he, she is right, though, he killed the king, he killed King Tataka. Mm-hmm. Like, he needs to answer for it. Um, no,
1: that's, again, what's, like, the great thing about it is because, like, even though, and then especially even still after this fucking episode, I'm still like, God damn it, I love Simo. Like, I don't trust that motherfucker. Yeah. But he is fucking charming. I can't help it.
0: But here's the thing, though. But
1: you also fully understand why, like, Adore Melange are pissed because one, they failed to protect their king and then this motherfucker killed him and then Bucky helped this motherfucker escape and they were like, we fucking helped you, son. Like, and this is how you repay us? Like, bro. Like,
0: and I know it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see where, um, where this goes or in terms of like when we see Ao, um, Ao at the start of the episode, right after that, they gave you. I guess they help us give context from last week's um, extra credit scene. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see where this goes. And like, did T'Challa send the Dora Milaje out, or was it T'Challa's mother who sent them out? Like, but then, and also, it comes back to like oh, chat with. Chadwick passed away, so we yeah like. What if he didn't pass away? Like, what if he was healthy? Like, probably he would have did a cameo appearance, just like maybe just on an audio call. Like, yeah, I sent them out. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like he killed my father.
1: I see. Like, you was
0: gonna think I was gonna sit there and let nothing happen.
1: I think like. I mean I'm not saying like I don't think the royalty was in on the loop and keeping keeping track but I think this is definitely more of a call from like the dormelage because again like protecting the king is their responsibility um and so this failure especially for Ao since she was there uh during civil war is very personal for her and so I think definitely she num- was 100% keeping track of all the details. Yeah. um, And just, yeah, it was like, oh, okay, he's escaped now. Yeah, we're going to fix this. We're going to get him this time. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and I'm like, and then we get them coming in back in and then just them talking, um, realizing like, okay, like... This woman, um, Danya, who passed away, who looked like she's very... I guess I'm gonna, gonna assume during the blip, probably Carly's parents died? Or was probably blipped? Like, you can tell, like, she was a product... Think- I think... she was a product of the system. Like, if she when she was... It is going too far up, to, like, to, for her to mention, um, about her, her parents a little bit, so we're not gonna go too far up, but... When it was talking about when it was trying to find where she was at. And then we go back to actually them, um, Kari and her crew, um, whose name is that guy? Well, the actors. Um, Noah, um, Noah Mills who plays Nico and a fellow Desmond. <laughs> Desmond Chime, <laughs> um, the lovely British Asian actor. Um, like like you crossed the line. Like he literally telling, like, well, Nico when we get to his portion of the, movie, of the show, Um was like, he f- believes it. He still believes in her while, I'm mean, going to call him Des, because I don't think we heard his name. Uh, but, um, a Des calling another man Des. That's, you know, it's weird when I need, <laughs> a, 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 a see a person with my name, it's like, All right, how do I even, like? I'm not talking about myself in the third person, and I don't want to keep bringing up <laughs> the person's race. I'm like, you oh, know, fuck it. So Des, his character is like, you can tell he's like, I'm with you, but you you crossed the line. <laughs> like they're yeah. they, like we're they, we're not terrorists. Like we we're not and, and
1: I did mm-hmm. enjoy that scene where they're in the abandoned building kind of listening to the the news report because mm-hmm. it um it does showcase like kind of a very real world thing mm-hmm. aspect. Um Of just how, like, yeah, some people will see you as the villain and some people will see you as the hero for what you do. And probably the vast majority of the people don't really trust the GRC. I know I sure as shit don't. Um,
0: That is true. And and this brings back something I was talking with a friend over the week about law officials. Like, I believe in defund defund the police and i can do a whole episode someone's like oh Mm -hmm. he said defund the police and like you need to know the fucking context of it so i'm not gonna gonna go deep dive on that but i still don't want to see police officers and people like myself and benita i don't want to see us getting. i don't want to see either side getting killed so it also showed that the flag smashers are now officially irredeemable like i said last week's episode and i'm just gonna repeat again what they did shows that are now irredeemable they crossed a line so and they literally made point to say one of the people who just started had two kids so like yeah you lost a mother figure which we will see later on but people are losing families and we get it this come this government is holding resources and yeah and and also something we I'm noticing through this episode they're showing you why and also during the series it's showing why Sam should be Captain America.
1: It's just it's funny to me like how um I don't want to say botched cuz it's not fully botched but it also hasn't been the best. Um roll out for the Flag Smashers as villains because it's it just kind of goes back to that whole like quasi-military propaganda thing that the Marvel movies are sort of known for. For
0: cat movies or just military movies in general?
1: I mean, both. Because military funds a lot of the um, Hollywood movies, so of course they're not going to showcase them in any form of bad light, much like how Apple is just like, yeah, you can use our products, but only heroes can use our products, because you know, shitheads don't use Apple products. I know, that is the
0: the stupidest thing ever. When I, when I found out about that during Knives Out, I was like, really? Really? Yeah.
1: But it's just funny to me that they showcase the fact that, like, um in the broadcast they're like oh you know three people lost their lives one of whom had only been on the job for two days and has two children like they highlight that but they don't ever highlight oh how many people have died because you were sitting on these food stores and these medicine stores for six months
0: and you know what i just got you know you know what i just got right now Hmm. i i'm pretty sure the writers and the director is making a point of how the news is in the real world you make making it you putting the point you put putting the spotlight on the tragedy but you're not putting the spotlight on the dirty shit the government is doing
1: see that's also another good point i mean they could be doing that too i mean hopefully i mean especially once we get to talking about the end of this episode mm-hmm. um but that was just one of the funny bits to me where i'm like okay yeah sure highlight that but again just completely disregard the fact that like they weren't doing anything with these stores yeah they weren't helping people
0: they wasn't passing out (laughs) They wasn't passing out food They wasn't giving actual resources to anyone
1: it's sort of just like when you hear people say like oh this cop is it's just a few bad apples, and it's like, bitch. When are you gonna finally admit that the whole orchard is rotten and there's only a handful of good apples? Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: come on, <laughs> just or if you're the LAPD,
0: or if you're the LAPD or the LA Sheriffs, y'all are shit.
1: Oh, yeah. So, anyway, there's go the- from there to well, the what ones- was it, Zima? Follow me on
0: Instagram and Twitter. If you have a problem, <laughs> I'll more likely answer um. you on Twitter than on Instagram. I want the whole world to see it. But uh, okay. <laughs> but yes, we move over to Zemo, Sam, and Bucky going to basically the I want to say the hide. It's just like I want to say the hideout, but it's just more. Rickari it was and... like
1: an orphanage? Yeah. Like our or one of like the refugee camps. It wasn't fully like it wasn't really ever firmly stated mm-hmm. what this was. And I think because there was and I think we talked about this before, where like there was a whole storyline cut where they were talking about um there's a whole storyline about uh deadly disease <laughs> Yeah. Um, and they cut it because obviously it was a little too real world COVID-y for them. Which I, I was like, let's no, just leave it in.
0: No, I think that's kind just of smart. It. You, I, I, I think it's kind of smart they took it out because I mean, like, we're getting all these fucking movies about COVID. We and the last thing anybody wants to fucking see is a movie about COVID or anything that has it in there. Uh, so it's kind of good they omitted it out. But I like the fact that you see everyone's approach to this scene. Like, Sam is legit just trying to talk to the person. He's like, I'm not trying to cause harm to Kari or any other flags. Like, He's like, I just need to talk with him. Like, we, we need to solve, resolve, try to resolve this as peacefully like. Sam still feels yeah. like it could be redeemed. Yeah. While Bucky's like, no, they need to fucking go. While Zemo's like, I have a singular focus. You can argue about politics. I'm going to end this, nip this shit in the butt. That's Zemo's narrative but
1: i just love you know like how smart zima was because he was like i came prepared with fucking candy bitches and, and i don't know what it is with disney movies and they're always like oh we're gonna have the villains give up turkish delights to the unsuspecting children
0: was um but uh was um carlos and nardia was disney i thought it was warner brothers what i thought chronicles <laughs> Narnia was that chronicles of Narnia was Disney. uh was warner brothers not um disney
1: yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Disney.
0: Huh.
1: I mean, I can double check for you if you want. But... Yeah,
0: because I'm like, I was gonna say why European actors are always the ones giving Turkish delights because Tilda Swinton was the one who gave the kid in uh, *Chronos Ganarnia, um the Turkish delight, and the only reason why I remember *Chronos Gernania* is my brother wanted to see it and so I had tag along. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll keep watching it. I'm like I was like hey that, that 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 sister looks cute. Um she's around my age. I don't get it. Why would you keep <laughs> hi- hiring people in their fucking mid 20s close to 30 as fucking teenagers? It boggles the fucking mind. Hire actual teenage actors. Jesus Christ. Like at least Tom Holland was 18 when he was Spider-Man. Ain't right? that's close close enough. Now he's almost 20 now. Yeah. He's almost 25. Let him be an adult fucking sp- I'm still surprised, though. Um, He's almost 25.
1: And just He's almost let the 25. record show mm-hmm. that Chronicles of Narnia is a Disney movie.
0: Oh. So, what's up with Disney Villains giving Turkish Delights?
1: What's up? I mean, I'm just saying. Because
0: um, <laughs> now the curiosity curiosity of me wanting a Turkish Delight is gone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: especially if it's at a disney theme park <laughs>
0: yeah like uh no i've seen this disney story before i don't want your turds to like i'm gonna go over to get yeah. on C. edge and get some blue milk Bye, <laughs> 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 we, uh, we are not corporate shields for disney we wish okay. but we're not
1: Wait, like if disney wants to pay us Sure, hey, I'll chill out. Whatever you want me to, sir. I'll smile um,
0: now. I don't, I, don't, I don't tend to smile. I'll smile. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, we do see him. Yeah, in the judge so. delight to convince the kid. I literally thought he was gonna flip on him when he said, "Don't trust Bucky or Sam." Um, right. I, was, I, was I also like. Kind
1: of broke my heart a little bit when he said it was his son's favorite because I was just like, oh.
0: He he's the type of villain who will do two truths and a lie. So he did two lies, but he, he flipped it in reverse: two lies and a truth.
1: I mean, I genuinely think it probably was his son's favorite. That's why I said um, that was
0: probably the truth, and he, the lie was oh. don't trust Sam or Bucky.
1: Yeah,
0: and I'm friendly. That was your there's your two lies and your one truth. You could trust um. Sam and Bucky, but don't don't, don't trust Don Ceballos.
1: But, yeah, it just, and then, damn.
0: <gasps> and then we see. Show
1: up and we, Ruin we see. everything.
0: Yeah. Um, the, the, no, it, it didn't, the, the, the judgment, it was, when Sam, when they found out where she was going to, where the funeral was going to be at. That's where Captain America. Comes in, you know what? We're gonna call him U.S. agent from now on. We're not calling him Captain America. U.S. agent <laughs> comes in and tries to pull rank, like, motherfucker, calm down. You, you, like, Bucky, Bucky is really like, he is just one. I, he's like one good, like, you know, what? I'm about to fuck you up. He's that type of blood, like, he's that type, type of person, like, you know what? We, I'm done talking. I'm just gonna straight up fuck you up. Yeah, you can tell. Like he's just he's he is pissed off at Sam for giving up the shield, but still, like he's also pissed off at Sam. Like, come on, let me just whip his ass. You know I can do it. Yeah, let me just fuck him up. Um, and you can see him on... you can see John Walker unhinged. Like it's it's like it's starting to happen. Like his first words, like I'm getting tired of Sam and Bucky. Like that is the first thing out of his fucking mouth. Like. So, wow, I choose the curse on that yeah. one part.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whole episode, they went... I
0: choose the curse here. What the
1: fuck? Yeah, because, sorry, they went... Did they go back to the apartment before they went to the
0: no, Sam, funeral thing? Sam and Bucky went, and Zemo went back to the apartment. And that's when Sam and Bucky told Zemo that the Dermalogy is coming after you. We have We don't have a lot of time. Um, no,
1: that, well, it was at the beginning, but I think wasn't this the moment where like? Yeah. Shit, no! Now I'm getting it confused because I'm like, where was the moment where like? Oh no, it was after. Okay, never mind. Hmm. Or like Zemo and Sam had their little moment. That their was super soldier moment. That was that was that
0: was after. after. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you see, they, they go they go in, and Sam told him like, "Give me ten minutes." Give me ten minutes, and then um, you just see Sam. Actually, we're at the funeral, and she knows, notice him right off the bat. because, and she says it, <laughs> "You're you're an Avenger." We all know who Sam Wilson is. Mm-hmm. So Sam can't, is not is like Sam. Really thinks like, oh, nobody in the, in the fort, because you know. So I am. No, they know who you are. <laughs> no more. Yeah. And I, and I'm happy they stopped doing that. We're gonna hide with a baseball cap. No, that's not gonna work no more. That's not gonna work no more. You're now in the open, motherfucker. Um, and I like the conversation they it had. It shows the peril- It shows Sam talking about what he's going through as a black man in America, without being too heavy-handed with it. And him like showing the commonality, especially with the gentleman at the school. Like he's like, when the gentleman told Sam, "Like I've heard it all before, I don't believe it." But you know, Sam, like Cap, I mean what I say, it, and it's going to happen. Mine is Steve fucking over Sharon Carter, but you know, we we'll deal with that theory later on the episode. But um
1: It was just great to show the reminder that he was a grief counselor. Like that's, that's how that's how he and Steve sort of really connected. Like, yeah, they had their little moment running in the in the park. On your left. But it was when You know, they had more of that connection where Sam could recognize about Sam or Steve having trouble sleeping Mm -hmm. and having that little discussion. And then letting Steve know he can come talk to him at any time because he recognizes that wounded trauma Mm -hmm. that sort of only really happens with um, soldiers. Yeah, soldiers are people who've been through the shit, Mm -hmm. you know, so like. Obviously, we don't know Carly's full backstory. We got a little bit more of it hmm. in this episode from her little eulogy for Donya. Donna, Don. I say Donya. Damn it! Uh, well, Donya. her her, her, um,
0: her adoptive mother. Well, like it, yeah. it looks like a community um, that she helped raise, essentially.
1: Yeah. So, like, obviously, like she's seen some, some shit. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like I think been her,
1: through some stuff.
0: Like I think her parents was not the product of um the blip. I think her parents probably died before the blip.
1: Yeah, like I'm thinking she could have had a very similar upbringing to like what Wanda had. Um whereas unfortunately Wanda didn't really have anyone else but Pietro yeah. and Hydra. She at least um had someone someone else. But, like, that kind of is Sam's superpower, basically, is his connection to people, Mm -hmm. at least in the MCU, where he can empathize and understand people. Because in this episode, he's like, no, I understand where she's coming from. Like, she is right. She's just kind of going about it the wrong methods.
0: Like, the, you know. the callback to Civil War when Rhodey got shot out of the sky. Sam was the first one to be like, can I help? And then you saw what happens when you shoot him. The result, Tony tried to go to him. Like, Sam was like, fuck you, all right? I I gave you a yeah. reaching hand. Like, I get it. We was fighting. Someone, a, a, fellow, a fellow soldier, an Avenger, got shot down in the sky on accident. I was trying to help. Fuck you, Tony. Like, he was like...
1: Yeah. Like that shows also, we- side note, Tony, it was your team that shot your man, so that was technically friendly fire, you dumbass. Hashtag Tony Stark sucks. I well, said those words,
0: I did. Hey, I said on the Nerds Against the World podcast four years ago, and I'm saying here, which is a team cap <laughs> podcast. And if you team Tony Stark, you gots to go.
1: That's true. I'm heavily biased, it's fine. I admit it. You gots to go. Um, but so it's that just classic trope where they're so close to bonding and coming to that understanding and then stupid us agent captain dipshit has to <laughs> come in and ruin it Yep. stupid bucky i'm like bucky why did you listen to this guy like come on dude like dude Bucky's the
0: only one who keeps saying he's not my partner you know this is the one time you're going to let John Walker get to you so you're going to let your partner go in there alone? Yeah. And I'm like Sam you, you're like Bucky you know you want to be Sam's partner you know you want to be his friend.
1: Yeah. Quit, quit, it quit, was quit great though seeing Wyatt Russell do like the little ticks and twitches yeah. to help show like how walker is really like not okay
0: yeah, and i think why russell should be given like given credit because i've seen he done comedy obviously right now he's doing action drama and he's done overlord which is a straight up drama like dude can like he had like anthony mackie he can do it all and um. and also you dick Hits, who's giving him death threats he's playing a fucking character it's not real what the fuck it makes,
1: has like, he been getting death
0: threats yeah he's getting death threats for just playing john walker captain america like it's just a fuck. like i don't get i don't get people oh i
1: didn't hear that
0: yeah like it's the same it's the same thing like them throw people threatening laura bailey for voicing um the that character in um the last of us 2 who named abby oh. in last of us 2 like yeah what the fuck is wrong with you people like these are just fucking fictional characters They ain't real.
1: Don't, like, love what you love. Like, be an absolute fan for it, but don't be toxic.
0: Like, don't be John
1: Walker, okay? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't. It's, this shit is not worth death threats, and if you think that this is like somehow ruining your childhood or ruining characters you've loved before then you're not a fan like
0: and you have a serious, a serious (laughs) fucking problem you
1: need therapy um but anyway uh it's just it's great to see like the foundations cracking even more With John Walker, because I've said it before, and I'll still say it again, I feel like he is definitely, like, the epitome of, like, white privilege and white fragility. (laughs) Because, um, he also, I mean, obviously he has, like, a lot to live up to with the Captain America shield itself. Like, Steve, um...
0: But uh also I feel like him right here left
1: like a big legacy. Yeah. So obviously like that's a lot of pressure, but I mean
0: I feel like when like go ahead, sorry.
1: It's it's just funny to see it it cracking like this when things don't go your way or you're expecting results now and they don't happen. And it's just funny to see like the complete and utter breakdown that that can happen mm-hmm. with this, and I think it's just this show's doing just a wonderful job of of showcasing.
0: and that, and another thing I was going to say that I like the showcasing the, the pick. We're still on the scene though, but when Zemo said they're supremacists, they just it's just they, they yeah. they're going to feel themselves are revolutionaries, but what they did, they're supremacists. They're forcing their their beliefs that's that's, this supremacy and then sam legit reverberated but in a more respectful way and she's like no i was like he's like but you want an army of people that's the term of supremacy you want an army for your views like he was literally trying he was like he was just like give him another like another 15 minutes he probably would have got this shit solved probably but no (laughs) this ticking time yeah it was just and he also proves. This also also proves they didn't do a mental check on this motherfucker. Like police officers oh. and military officers, like the military would do mental check. Well, not proper. No, I don't, I don't, no. I, don't I don't, I don't know because I don't I haven't been in the military. No. But no, they don't do it either. No, ah, well, there you go. No, there you go. No, just like the police, the military don't do mental checks.
1: They are of the fake it till you make it mentality. Mm. They don't
0: heard it here to hear first for people. <laughs> from an actual vet. Uh, not me. <laughs> bar.
1: And then once you're off their payroll, they don't give two shits about you no more. So there you go. Um once again,
0: from an actual vet. <laughs> not me. Um
1: but yeah, I loved I loved like what you're saying, just again, how like Sam was using his his grief counseling skills. Mm-hmm. Getting her to like, come out and say what she really wanted. She's like, Now nah, you're making me sound like one of those. And he's like, Am I? Like, oh, it's just such a good moment. And it's such a, like, I hate that trope, but I also love that trope because, you know, it's again, like, so many movies do this where they're like, No, let me try this peaceful route. And then, of course, like, the one that doesn't want the peaceful route fucks it up for them.
0: And then um, I like that bit where she said, You're, br- you're either brilliantly um, stupid or, um, you're a genuinely good person. You're like, can I be one of the same? She, she started laughing. She's like, it "Yeah, not work like that." He was like, "I oh, don't
1: know." Yeah,
0: I like, um. I like that. Like he, like he helped her. Like, like just a, and it's not an overbearing joke where people complain. Oh, there's too many jokes in the show. Like, that was a genuine joke he did. Like, it was just like something you're gonna do to help calm, ease, cut the tension. And then that, and I actually like that. Um, and then we go with. Zemo and Gimbo, then dipshit
1: Gimbo. McGillicuddy comes in, gets his ass handed to him. Um,
0: Zemo shooting up Kari, oh, and
1: destroying.
0: But here's the thing, though.
1: Almost all of
0: them. My only gripe: he had her down. He could have just did the killing blow and then destroy it. But here comes, like you said, dipshit McCull- McGillicuddy. Hitting Zemo with the damn shield, knocking him out. Um, because of the, um, the super soldier serum in her body, she was able to get out before he came in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he finds the fucking vial, and we we all know it was going to happen. The way how, the way how he was talking about it since episode, I want to say episode two. Yeah, like you can tell, like it was yeah. it was going to happen, but when it was going to happen. Yeah, and then we cut to.
1: So I do love when they cut and it's just Zemo on the couch <laughs> with a washcloth over his head. <laughs> <There's an extra. laughs> Cause I'm just like, oh you know, nothing beats that age old remedy <laughs> for a headache. It's aspirin and then just a cool compress on your on your forehead. <laughs> okay. Oh, I don't know why it just made me laugh so much, but it did.
0: Um and then Hammond um Sam just talking like if you was given the super soldier serum would you do it without hesitation so he's like no he's like I don't need it and, oh, I, and, and I, I just uh-huh. sorry go ahead and I was like and, and it shows like hell you can go all the way back from fucking winter soldier to now it shows Sam really doesn't need it. he can hold his own he really doesn't need it
1: it was just such a perfect callback to Erskine and Steve yeah Erskine, 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 Erskine. yeah, whatever.
0: It's still spelled the and same. And their, word.
1: <laughs> you know, their little moment where you know he was talking to Steve about why he was chosen because you know the serum makes a good man great, a bad man worse. Like, um, and then Bucky comes and just kind of talking about the whole reason Steve is who he is and why he was chosen was because of like people like john walker because john walker hasn't really known hardship Mm -hmm. or struggle not like steve has or not like sam has um and they actually added their growing up
0: and they added on to that conversation when bucky came in and they were still having that conversation and then when he was talking about who will take it and Embassman Bucky said Steve never flipped over to that side. And he was like, Yeah, because he was a good natured person. He said, And he was talking about, like you said, about what Erskine was what what it, what that drug meant and it what it brings out who you are, essentially. Yeah. So And it
1: was just it was a good comment Zemo made because he was like, And has there ever been another Steve Rogers? And I was like, in front of you Right in front of you. Like was, I, think he, I, think
0: they, I think they was gi- but, giving people hints like, yeah, he's right here.
1: But it was just, but it was also a good point because, yeah, again, it's like, I don't want to say like Steve Rogers is one in a million. But um, like
0: he has his faults. Like there's movies to show like Steve has his faults.
1: Yeah, he's, he's not perfect because nobody's perfect. And that's the whole thing. That's the whole point. I mm-hmm. think a lot of marvel comic books try to to showcase and try and come across with their characters it's like nobody's perfect i don't like tony stark as a character but i still fucking love him in these movies like
0: it was rdj essentially
1: robert downey jr did such a good job that i'm like ah You're such, ugh, you're terrible, but I love you. Um, But, you know, not to get, like, all sappy, but, you know, like, kind of what Stan Lee, his whole ideology was sort of like, anybody can wear the mask, yeah. you know? And that's sort of the whole main main takeaway with a lot of these right. characters yeah. is, like, so many of them come from, Nothing, or they come from trauma, and so they just try to make the world as best as they they can. I mean, there's a lot more shit going on with aliens and everything else in these comic books, but
0: and these shows in these in the MCU as well. And then yeah, further along in this episode, here comes John Walker and Battlestar, or um, what was his fucking name? Not Harold. Um was it lucas
1: lamar no.
0: lamar there we go lamar
1: yeah i was like it's something with an l though see okay and this is my <laughs> like I,
0: I like i know his last name like hoskins it's... but we never hear him actually say his first name
1: i do feel bad because i was like shit yeah it is with an l but again it's like the these episodes are running so tight and obviously they're focusing more on like Sam and Bucky and Zemo, so we don't get a lot of like character interaction with walker and and Lamar, but like the little bit we did, I was like, "Oh, Lamar, you're such a good guy, but you could also kind of tell like this motherfucker is gonna die oh, yeah. he's not <laughs> he's <laughs> He is not gonna survive this this show and um nope Walker continues his streak of interrupting at the. Inopportune time, um, and just and ruins the fun. And then, and then the motherfucking door Melage are just like, Oh, no, 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 we ruin the fun, sir. And then we like, do.
0: And this is where I find interesting when he said, You don't have jurisdiction here, Angela. Like, the door have jurisdiction anywhere we want. I was like,
1: uh, ooh I'm like, Yes, Queen. I was like
0: I was saying I was like you don't wanna do this You don't wanna do this Ugh. this is the door Milaje. you don't wanna do this I was I, I, I was oh, saying this one I was like don't do it
1: It was so good to see him shoving his foot further and further into his fucking mouth like you're just like they, bitch they be, how the fuck you do how you do not know about the Dora Milaje yet like come on
0: like they beat A ass now. Sam and Bucky was on their own. They was on it. You saw. They was like,
1: I okay. Because they didn't think. My favorite, mm -hmm. favorite scene in this episode was obviously when the Dormilaje were kicking their ass. Because number one, Zemo is just there. Yeah, he's like sipping his drink, watching it with just the smuggest facial expression. And then Sam and Bucky. Are also over there just like arms crossed, smugly smiling.
0: Like, and y'all fuck them Sam's now.
1: like, Are we not gonna do anything? And Bucky's like, You're doing, staying strong there, John. Get you like, Just, oh, God. It was just, <laughs> it was so good. Like, and of course, they only step in when they think, like, killing's about to happen because yeah. d- Dorm don't fuck around.
0: Yeah. And, don't. and someone was like, man, they got the ass with us, like, if you look, Sam and Bucky were not throwing punches. They are blocking punches. And and if you look, John Walker and Hopkins could not even block a fucking punch from the door So that
1: shows you. Okay, well, number one, it also doesn't fucking matter because Sam and Bucky both know they can't take on the door because I- Sam even commented, if you can't even fight him, you're not gonna handle them. Yeah. Because they know they're the superior fighters.
0: And then we get to a point in the fight where they
1: don't they don't have no like stupid male toxicity thing where they <laughs> feel like bad because a woman kicked their ass.
0: Yep. Like but then we get um later into that fight where Ayo I wanna say she I wanna say I wanna say it was a like a pressure point in his yeah. in his shoulder. Like I thought she was pressing buttons but looking when you see more of Bucky's arm, like know she literally is like probably Shuri probably She literally
1: a, disarmed him.
0: Yeah, like a like a failsafe, like Sherry probably put a failsafe in the arm. Like they know the failsafe to take down Bucky, but Bucky don't know the fact that there's a failsafe just to press a pressure point in his arm so he could just be like boom Which is
1: like, it's so good, but it's also just so sad. Yeah, because he was like, ew. Like,
0: he was like, he was like, like legit
1: hurt. You can understand why they would do that. Because obviously they're like, okay, we are helping this man. But in case shit goes wrong, in case it doesn't work. Like, we obviously need a way to uh, better control the battle with him so like completely understandable but also still just heartbreaking because like this was the one place that he had found peace um and just really like
0: like, you could, uh, like...
1: i don't want to say felt like he belonged but like he really like appreciated these people and he honestly is loyal to them so like obviously this thing with Zemo is really breaking his heart and so like just again his facial expressions when he sees that it knows that like even they didn't fully trust him yeah like oh that's not gonna be good for his psyche because he's already like he's already low for thinking that Steve was wrong to believe in him oh so I'm just like again get this man a hug just just somebody get this man a hug, okay? That's it. If this show doesn't end with like the biggest bro hug between these two guys, I just I just I can't. I just need them.
0: And then we get Sam calling in Sharon again for help. Um and then we get John Walker and Lamar talking at this um outdoor bar. Socially distanced, you could tell it was shot during covid because it was socially distanced from everyone else except for mm. them too uh, um but you can tell he was really unlike that's why i appreciate why russell here because he showed how unhinged he was and he i think he already
1: t- i love that it was this battle that made him because i think you could tell mm-hmm. that he was defeated he was hesitating with the super thing like he was waffling between like bringing it back to the government and keeping it but it was that fight that fight that settled it for him mm-hmm. and was like yeah i'm gonna take it
0: yeah and you hear them talking because to... these
1: girls aren't super soldiers mm-hmm. and they just whooped my fucking ass and i'm like honestly i would say they are super soldiers because they are trained from like birth but whatever okay and cool, bro.
0: you see them talking he's telling you yeah, actually Lamar, like would you take it? he's like yeah i'll take it and they talk about what their time in Afghanistan, I got a feeling we may see a flashback in episode five. Like, we might see a flashback. I but, mean, maybe. Um, cause I know a lot of people's like, we need more on John Walker and Lamar and their backstory. Like, fuck
1: them. I don't think we do.
0: It's no. fa- it's called Falcon and the Winter Soldier for a reason.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, um. No. But I, because you could tell, like I think he wanted that validation. I, I think at that moment he already took the serum. He just needed that validation. Mm. And then we get to—I
1: don't think he did. I think that conversation, especially after that fight, was his low point, where he was, you know, like Bucky, hypothetically talking about something that he wanted to do.
0: <laughs> but we go 24, um... 24 hours later, they're. Um... First, Charlie, people are tired of this trope where the sister, the, the sibling or the girlfriend is the, the focal point, like the target for the hero. Yeah. But the thing yeah. is, I, I view it as this. I, didn't, I really didn't have a problem this way because it's two women. Like, this is and something you, I never see, a woman actually facilitating the threat to a family member, yeah. which i never seen unless someone corrects me it's probably it's probably in the movie now i'll probably find that movie but i mean
1: you haven't watched any game of thrones ever
0: after rob died that was it
1: okay yeah but i mean i'm just saying how many threats did cersei do in all of those seasons before he died that
0: was what bro? three seasons and those threats were very minuscule. Like the only one. The only, oh my god! The only, god I dude. feel like the only. I feel the only real threat dude. that she did was chopping off Ned's head, getting dude. Ned's head chopped off.
1: That wasn't her.
0: Do I need to rewatch Game of that Thrones? That was her little
1: is, shit stain of a son.
0: Do I need to rewatch Game of Thrones? I don't want to watch Grie. I I I, I, <laughs> I like. Here's the thing. I I don't. Okay, I, no.
1: I'm just saying. You're a, you're like, oh, women don't like threaten anybody, and I'm like Game of Thrones. But here's they the th- threaten a lot.
0: No, but I'm talking about family members. Like, I'm going according to the comic book trope. We're, this is, I'm not like the overall like fantasy. I'm just like talking about in terms of comic book movies and comic books. I don't normally see it. Now, um, my theory. You mean not- like Hella? Hella, she, she felt like she was wrong. And Thor is like, look, motherfucker, I should be the king, not you, little boy. I feel like she was like that was like, all right, I'm going to have to correct this. I'm going to kill all these Asgardians. And if I can kill Thor and take the kingship, I'm going to do it. But like I said, I like um Kate Blanchett. I'm not watching Borderlands Kate Blanchett. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The synopsis sounds trash. Anyway, what I was going to say about Game of Thrones right quick. I think fans need to take a good step away from the series. Not like me, who took a step back and not only took a step back, totally forgot about everything, and the only thing he that person said, person which is me, remember of Game of Thrones, is Amelia Clark. Um, oh fuck, what was his name who played Jon Snow?
1: Kit Harington.
0: Yeah, Kit Harington. Only reason why I remember Kit Harington, he did that horrible Silent Hill movie. Like, bruh, why? Would you well do Silent Hill? It's
1: clear that in the Game of Thrones, you live or you die, and you would die, sir. Mm. So anyway,
0: I'll be the man with no
1: face. Though. Carly calls the,
0: I'll be the sister man with no face.
1: <laughs> does little threat. Sister gives back just as good as she gets, which I loved. Yeah, and um. and, and she
0: proves like she's not going to be the damsel of distress. She's like, I like if you. Like Carrie was pretty much getting like is Sam a good person and her and Samantha well, that's Samantha his sister was like Sam is a legit good person and he's not gonna yeah. he's like all into his purpose like he's not gonna take kindly you threatening me or my sons like that's what
1: yeah I, I was like how, like she wouldn't follow like he wouldn't follow him and I'm like bitch he would not like come on um. I mean, I get it. You're you're shot. You're in pain. Like, you don't know what's going on. Whatever. But and, like, and bitch, you, please.
0: And you got the power broker after you. You started the war, Carly. You you started this.
1: I feel like that whole scene with like the power broker text was just thrown in there to remind them It'd be like.
0: Well, she 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 no she mentioned it, which we Damn. we glossed over. We glossed over in the episode. Her and Nico, Carly and Nico was talking at uh, Nico's grandfather's um, um grave about the power broker a little bit, and then him believing her like as the next Captain America with her saying the shield needs to be destroyed, because that's the old way of thinking. So the power broker is being brought up. It's just like there's theories that Sharon is the power broker. Cause I mean, like, she has that awesome looking, no. that awesome looking table. I want that computer no. table so I can just touch it to be like Oh yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah, A O V O. She is
1: not the power broker.
0: She got some from power because I mean she was like power walking and shit. Like, let's go share rent. But um,
1: I still think she's undercover. She's deep cover for fucking. I um,
0: I seen theories she's still working for Fury, but Fury, um, yeah. But um, <laughs> my I was talking to a friend. And he was talking. We was talking about that Carly and Sam's sister scene. I was like, if I was in Sam's position and someone called my family member, they would threaten Carly. <laughs> They're like my, I said, my cousin's is about it, about it. Carly would be taking two to the uh, two, in two kneecaps. They don't play. They don't play. <laughs> they be like, oh, did my cousin try to be diplomatic with you? <laughs> I'm like, oh, but you didn't listen. You want y'all to come after me? Come after me. I'll shoot you. <laughs> i'll shoot you on site that's my cousin if we was in this situation <laughs> <laughs> i'll be like but yeah so um
1: anyway leads them this episode is dedicated to my
0: cousin um
1: Little confrontation with carly where he, sam's like okay i'm gonna go alone and finally bucky's like you're not going alone won't let you and i'm like yes you, thank you, you like come on the Partnership. let's do this in their super gross suits, gross. Before host, let's do this.
0: <laughs> Once again, the vet said this, not me. Um, <laughs> and they got their super um, suits on.
1: Yes. Oh, still, I'm like Red Wing, come back. I,
0: Never I, thought I, I, I would be
1: like, come back, Red Wing.
0: I think this. I mechanical think mechanical bird. I think this would be the episode Red Wing probably got destroyed if it didn't get destroyed in episode
1: two. Yeah. Um, um
0: and this is where we save s- there. I. I, I assume John Walker took the serum when he was trying to get that validation for his friend. A lot of people agree with me. As soon as that shield went into that wall, he had it. He, he took that fucking serum. And if you didn't... Oh, yeah. No. And, yeah. and most people... I've noticed in most reviews, people didn't finally get it until either one where the he wrapped that um bar around that dude's arm... Or he kicked the dude down the stairs to Sam, going like, "What did you do?" Yeah, like, like, like Sam is like legit, like you are a fucking idiot. But like he ain't saying yeah. it. He just like like the stern father. What did you do?
1: So yeah, it was just it was funny because you could tell it was like a trap. Obviously, they were uh, wanting to talk with Sam and Bucky because they were actually wanting to do a trap to kill. John Walker mm-hmm. and Sharon calling to let them know sort of let them in on the uh, that the jig was up I guess mm-hmm. you say say that um, and so yeah then we cut to
0: Lamar getting captured
1: Walker and Lamar going into the building Lamar getting his ass kicked cause you know he's just a poor little little normie with a bunch of super soldiers well,
0: Sam <laughs> Well, well, yeah, by that point, it it was just Lamar and those two super soldiers.
1: Uh, But, oh, my, this fight was just, it was so good on so many different levels. Not just the fact that the building was different levels, but, like, just showcasing Sam using his
0: His gadgets. Yeah.
1: Like, in a way, because in the previous movies, it was just a lot of him flying and then, like, swooping and kicking. Like, he was still, a swoop kick. He was still, and then he this was still one, swooping
0: and kicking, though. But he was throwing punches, too.
1: But it was just, it was so smart to see him, you know, use, like, his jetpack to, like, push somebody back. Mm-hmm. Or, like, burn, burn the you moon. know.
0: Like, he, he legit just, burn that oh. moment a little bit, like, you'll back up. <laughs> you're it was the
1: just, the fight choreography for this show is just so good. It's so well done. It's so well thought out it's, um
0: i think if i'm correct the fight coordinator for civil war for winter soldier civil war who was also the second reuni- second unit director no that's tom Shajewski, jet jet the director of the john wick movies was the second unit director for civil war but oh, okay the second the stunt coordinator who directed extraction with chris handsworth i think he came back to be the stunt coordinator for Falcon and Winter Soldier, since he knows Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan mm-hmm. so much, it's like it's uh, you can tell like Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan has this familiarity with that stunt crew, and they know like they can. This is what they can do, and I think Anthony Mackie has a fight background already. So, like, play to these actors' strengths. Like, if you have an actor who has a yeah. fight background, like let's see um, Anthony Mackie do some actual kicks and some punches what he did while using his gadgets, like you said. And I was like, you see, Sam ain't got no powers and he know how he can handle his own. Well, yeah. John Walker, now with powers, is still getting his ass whooped. But then he makes a very solid point. What is up with these villains with fucking knives?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's... So it's just, it's so funny because like... You can clearly tell, like, the you know, the flag smashers have the I don't know, I want to say, like, maybe street smarts. Yep. <laughs> like, uh, they have some training, but it's more of like the gang type training, obviously, since they worked for the power broker. Um, so they've so while they still have some like fight skills, they're at least better handled than John Walker because again like not shit on the military but it's <laughs> we only are, few, already, we already it's, only few, we fucked it's only few positions that really get like proper training. specific training like fight training or weapons training you know like mm. just so you can kind of clearly tell that um John Walker is clearly more of a figurehead than anything else. Yep. Bro. Yep. Uh, bro may be able to shoot. Uh, I still haven't really seen him do a lot of that in the he, show either, so I don't know. But he,
0: he tried to shoot, but obviously it didn't connect.
1: He, uh, yeah. He's not a great fighter, and that's probably another thing that gets him, like, pissed off and And angry, and, um, you know, that's where, again, that toxic, like, masculinity and that, like, white fragility sort of comes in. Because if you can't handle a defeat, if you don't know how to handle a loss or handle your emotions, you are uh, just a powder keg waiting to explode for... Any number of reasons. Um and clearly the death of your best friend will by the hands of send, uh anyone over the edge. But she, I don't know, um
0: she not only punched him, the kill I guess the killing I I think that was the killing blow was her punching him so fucking hard. Just, because she
1: punched him so hard, he cracked a stone pillar. Yeah, like,
0: now you dead, dead, bro. No
1: one's, no one's coming back from that. Like, Rhodey at least had, you know, uh, a suit, a, a suit to help protect him. He still had a broken fucking back or sprained back. Did uh, they say it was fully broken? I can't remember. He,
0: his spine was severed when he um when he landed.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: but um, um but Bucky you can tell Bucky has some catharticness because he whipped a bunch of those smash like the smugness when he put that dude through the wall
1: God. and he was like stay down oh I was like yes Bucky please
0: <laughs> like you-, you tell Bucky was like this finally I get the fuck someone up oh <laughs> like I'm gonna it do just... to you what I wanted to do to you on that truck
1: right because, see, like, it the whole Trek scene, obviously, like, they were unprepared. They thought they were going into one scene, and it was a completely different, like, scene. So, like, going into something unprepared leaves you off balance. Mm-hmm. So, even if you're a super soldier, it's hard to to regain that balance and try and get the upper hand yeah again. But, like, this time they were ready, and you, like... You never want to go up against the fucking Winter Soldier when he's ready. Oh
0: uh, yeah, because like I said, <laughs> he had kill of the week last week, throwing a spearing somebody with a pole.
1: Oh, but
0: this week's ugh, okay hero of the week goes so. to I say Sam because he because he was able to use like you said he was properly use his technology was like properly in a fight then just swooping around yeah like you said and he was actually actively trying to calm down the situation
1: he tries to de-escalate which is honestly it's what we want out of most of our you know Mm mm-hmm police and military. Like that's the one skill we want them to excel at is de escalation. And that's the one skill they fucking suck at. Um and so it was just it was really nice to see in this episode. I think yeah. someone
0: like, like numerous times. using
1: using their de escalation uh, uh skills technique first. Before jumping to obviously Defense. Yeah,
0: like, um, like I noticed, John Walker was a, a t- his intent was to kill. While Bucky and Sam was just intent to immobilize and try to talk Kari down.
1: Yeah, like John Walker was not taking any prisoners. He did not give two flying fucks. And, and it, after,
0: and it showed even Lamar. He even showed um, with the with the the serum. He still is inept, and he. Now has another depth on his hands. Which I'm going to assume because he talked about Afghanistan like it was a traumatic moment for him. So,
1: yeah, it's
0: another depth on his hands. And we'll get to that. we we'll get the other in a minute.
1: Just that whole moment where everyone like. There was just that pause where like everyone was sort of stunned, like even Carly was. Was stunned. Um. Because I think for her, that was the moment that sort of cemented it for her. Because she did, like, actually with her own hands, like, killed this guy. Whereas with, like, the team before, she could sort of explain it away. Like, the bombing. Because she was like, oh, it was just a bomb. I didn't really kill them, did I? Even though, like, I set the bomb. But, like there's a way to, for, like, a lot of people can disassociate with that, you know, to sort of, like, help themselves feel better. But, like, she actually, like, legit murdered this man. and <laughs> You could just sort of see it on her face where she was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, obviously, they were trying to kill Walker, mm-hmm. and they killed the good one. Um,
0: you killed the But, wrong like, just that person. stillness. You get the wrong the stillness
1: and the stopping. Like, everyone's staring where they're just like, oh, this is the tipping point. Um, and, uh, yeah, so Walker, obviously, Snap. pretty distraught and angry. Um, gives chase because everyone runs. Um, I think
0: Sam and is and- trying to go after Kari still.
1: Yeah, I think they first... I wouldn't be surprised if they were first, like, double-checking um, Lamar. Because <laughs> uh, they didn't quite show it. Because they just show everyone scatter. Yeah. And like, then we follow...
0: Like, right quick, what did, did Bucky put on his mask that he wore in Winter Soldier? Because like, I've like, I seen him when he jumped no. out the window. Like, he had something over his mouth. Like, over his like half of his face. Like... I guess I guess they have some form of anonymity until we get to where we're now going to talk about like you don't see nothing on his face now. Like I could swear there was something on his face.
1: Uh no, I don't think there was anything on his face. I'm to but the um, episode. yeah. I mean, I'm gonna rewatch it because episode was so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we see John Walker just casually jump out of a window and do a superhero landing on top of the van.
0: Those knees. Um.
1: Again, just reiterating that he has fully taken the serum. Um, And he chases down poor Nico. And I just, I have to say, I do absolutely hate Marvel for giving us that scene where he was like, Yeah, I was a big Captain America fan when I was a kid. I loved Captain America. And then they have him murdered by Captain America. like
0: and this is the first
1: marvel
0: i, I went back this is the God most
1: damn it marvel
0: this is the most blood we've seen and the most graphic scene we ever seen in a marvel in marvel they anything.
1: put the blood on the shield blood. and i'm just like
0: on a statue that is a commemorative no. near a statue that's a commemorative no so. i that
1: whole scene i was just like can you stop no no my insides are supposed to be in the inside stop stop ripping them out stop stop it just god damn it and he stood up and he's just holding the shield and it's just the lower half is covered in blood And you're like
0: oh my like he decapitated the person right there oh
1: my god and then just seeing Bucky and Sam's reaction, seeing all of these people with their cameras. And I'm just like, I can't wait to see that scene I with think, the government.
0: I think they're going to get the blame, but...
1: Like, they're going to be like, we don't know this man. I don't... I've never before seen this man in my entire life. <laughs> just, oh, the fallout for this is going to be...
0: Episode five is gonna be very interesting. Episode five is gonna be very. Interesting. Ugh. I
1: hate that I have to wait a week. I just I hate it. But yours, hate which it you so also
0: know what you're gonna hate. And that's gonna be the pre-ultimate episode because only two episodes I left. I
1: hate. I oh, know. I just ugh, I hate it.
0: It's two episodes. I hate it.
1: It's two episodes left. I love it and I hate it.
0: Well, ugh. we went through the I... entire episode. We had our tangents. Now, rating. What are you going to give it
1: to? Uh, this one I'm actually giving a 10 out of 10 because it just it kept me engaged. It gave me more of the backstory of the Flag Smashers that I wanted. It still wasn't like enough, but it was enough for me to get the point across and understand them a bit more, and just be like, "No, I get why you're doing this. I think you're do like like Sam. I think you're going about the wrong way, but like, I think your cause is is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and just again, like character development, just the little scenes, Bucky with just Sam and Zemo." Uh it's just chef's kiss and that action, just oh, 10 out of 10
0: I'm giving it a 9 I'm giving it a 9 because there's nothing in this episode like, she, I still feel Kari is not redeemable She done too much shit where it's like you, you, you finally crossed the line by killing somebody, directly killing someone and you, whatever you're saying is not. She you're has make, you're not lived me
1: long enough to see herself become the villain. <laughs>
0: yeah, essentially.
1: Thank you. Like,
0: yeah. like you figure at some point. Like I was feeling like she was redeeming herself when her and Sam was having a conversation, but then she makes, she tries to intimidate his family, and then she kills someone directly. Like you are, yeah. you also are a person like she's. I think she mentioned in an episode she is a person of color. Like she's mixed race. You yeah. killed. Your fellow people, Carl, I don't care if you, where they was American. You killed someone who was tied to you racially. So like, mm, like you say you against the system and the government. You killed someone from the government. And if Sam, and, I, would say, I would say Sam, they'll try to validate U.S. agent while Sam and Bucky gets the brunt of it. Proven Z also will be proven Zemo's point. So I, I I got a feeling that's what, was, what it could happen in episode five, but I give it I give it a nine. I give it a nine. I'm I'm am i am with you on like fuck two episodes left, but even Marvel says two episodes left. But the outcome of this will shape what's happening in the MCU because they confirmed today. Well, the time of this recording is April 9th, the day the episode came out. Um, Paul Bettany's White Vision is now gonna be in the mcu going forward so we're gonna see paul is gonna be sticking around a little bit longer as vision so it's gonna be very interesting to see that vision on the in the big screen
1: i just really hope he change it because it's just it's very weird seeing him as the white fish and i don't like um
0: but we have to wait two episodes to know what happens to bucky and sam i I, I, uh, just this is the one show I wish they just put it all out at once. This is a bingeable show. Like, WandaVision, it makes sense why it was week to week, but I think Cap- like this show is definitely should have been, like, it released all at once. This is, like, a more bingeable show than, than anything that so far Marvel has put out. Yeah. Because this is only six episodes. You... Like, I mean, you could have just let like, us binge it.
1: I hate it and I love it because it just reminds me a lot of, like, From my childhood. When you know. Shows like this week to week. Would have cliffhangers. And things like this. Like I legit still have not. Ever forgotten. And yes I'm dating myself. When I say this. But I've never gotten over the cliffhanger ending. Of season two of Twin Peaks. (laughs) Because. I wanted resolution. And of course even 25 years later. I still haven't gotten any resolution. Because David. David Lynch doesn't believe in answers to questions he asks, and I hate it. Just hate it.
0: Um, That's the price of being a fan of David Lynch. (gasps) For you, not for me.
1: Yeah, but so I love it, and I like, I bitch, I complain about how much I hate it. But it's also just, it's that anticipation gives me something to look forward to in these current hellish times. Um. Because right now, the only other thing I have looking forward to is my vaccine shot on Monday. What, what? <laughs> what?
0: So that's shot it. number one. So that's three out of, well, actually, Kaylee be the only one who did not get vaccinated. So, four.
1: Oh, yeah. Did Christian Did Christian give his uh, rating for the episode? Since I couldn't hear it.
0: He did not give his rating for the episode, he just gave a, bl- a little excerpt. Um, oh. <laughs> On, Christian on the boo you
1: whore <sighs> he just gave it, Sorry. He, it
0: it's, a, it's a very funny excerpt <laughs> okay um I just um, have to <sighs> listen
1: to the podcast to hear it
0: yeah and y'all can do the same listen to the giant gods robot podcast thank you for listening thank you for subscribing listening getting our Captain America episode that I don- donated I mean our hashtag not our cap episode up to be number one and also i like to think then donating it i mean dedicating it to my grandmother helped so my grandmother in astral plane thank you um also the fact that people still love us talking about dragon age like, i talk about dragon age on every fucking episode and y'all still love us talking about it and now that benade is finally here we're gonna talk about it more <laughs> i got a theory I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell her the theory. Uh, when we're done recording, y'all are just gonna have to wait to the eventuality we do an episode on it. <laughs> so back. what
1: you're saying is it's a to be continued.
0: It's a to be continued. <laughs> so until next, well, till the next episode would be Invincible episode five, to which I need to watch because <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. But by the time y'all listen to this episode, I already have already watched episode five. So. I heard it's a good one for Invincible. So I can't wait to see it. And also, listen to that review. I have said um, some, something interesting about the Invincible series that um, I still firmly believe and I will tell Benita that off, the episode, off this episode. Though We're doing the black and Mexican thing. We're saying goodbye, but we're not really saying goodbye. So yeah, <laughs> stay safe. Still practice social distancing. Get your shots if you can. I know technically May 1st, Across the U.S., everyone can be able to get a shot. But if you can get it early, um, just search online and you can could get it early. Um, baseball season is back. I might talk about the Dodgers. Um, they and they're crazy. Um, do the new-
1: Walmart trick if you haven't yet for COVID shots because trying to sign up to get a COVID shot is very annoying. And CVS, there's no standardized thing, but like the Walmart trick, just Google like COVID vaccine Walmart trick. That shit works. Like. And unless you're software. on the east coast i am very sorry for people Fine. on the east coast but anywhere else shit works i got it first time it was amazing i'm very excited to get my shot
0: so once again we're gonna say goodbye again we keep saying goodbye we're, we, for real we're gonna go down we're gonna go yep we we're over singing our welcome again
1: bye <laughs>